and welcome to Training and Promotion. This is episode 45 of the American Dry Cleaner podcast. I'm your host, Dave Davis, editor of American Dry Cleaner magazine. Promoting team members who are ready for more responsibility can be a win-win for both the dry cleaner and the employee. But what are some of the qualities to look for in your personnel to see who's ready for the next step? And what steps can you take to best set them up for success? Joining us today for our discussion on promoting team members is Mark Scott, owner of Baker's Fine Dry Cleaning, located in Kirkland, Washington. Hi, Mark, and thanks for being our guest on the American Dry Cleaner podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. No, thanks for having me. I always like to share. And we appreciate that. Uh, today's topic is about promoting and training employees, and I believe you have a great viewpoint on this topic. You yourself came up through the ranks, correct? Yeah, I did. Actually, I started as a part-time job working here um, just when I started college, actually. It was just a side job that mm-hmm. uh, you know helped pay the bills. This is back in the day when college students actually had a job as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of dated myself. But um, I I started very, very entry-level and never had an intention to to go beyond just a part-time job mm-hmm. and just kind of stuck with it. And I'm an ambitious individual by nature and try to do the most out of every job I have mm-hmm. and just kind of work my way up. And someone recognized that I had a knack for things and didn't require a lot of additional attention on getting tasks done and so forth and just sort of advanced that way mm-hmm. and uh, just worked my way up. And, and the owner kind of pulled me aside uh, several years later and kind of asked me what my big future plans were and if I'd ever considered being in business. And my goals back then were to you know have a business or be in business. Mm-hmm. No, nothing specific in mind, it, never dry cleaning. You know, people always ask me how you got in this business. I said it was completely by accident. <laughs> so, and, and it was. Uh, and I also kid that, you know, if you work at any job long enough, you end up owning the place. So right. <laughs> you, just, you just don't quit. <laughs> but uh, so I worked my way up, worked my way up. And at a, one point, it, we had a, a deeper conversation and I became his exit strategy, essentially, mm-hmm. and turned the business over to me. And I had been running it um, as owner since 2004, mm-hmm. uh, but had been working for the previous owner since 89. So, Mark, given your background and experience, what signs do you look for when promoting an employee? Uh, what tells you they are ready for more responsibility? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Uh, Probably the first thing that I look for is ambition. And that's kind of required if they have an interest in advancing with a company. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's employees who are ambitious and want to do well. Uh, and there's employees who just show up for a paycheck. So that's sort of the first set of criteria they sort of have to pass when I'm looking to advance somebody. And they have to believe in what we're doing and kind of buy into the company, to the culture, and be viewed as an asset by everyone by everybody in the company, including the coworkers. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, also have the capability and the capacity to do whatever job we're looking at promoting them into doing. Um, You know, just because someone's, for example, a great counterperson doesn't mean they'll be a great manager. And I think a lot of small business owners have have made that mistake where your intentions are good, but you inadvertently set them up for failure. And uh, they, again, are a great counterperson, go to the customers, but they don't really aren't really well at uh, managing other people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those worst case scenarios, you can lose a good counter person and kind of disrupt the apple cart of your business. So right. it's kind of a thing. But but I would say what we really look for is ambition and people kind of already, already doing a little more than what's in their job description as mm-hmm. the first sign. So what are some attributes you believe can be taught and what are some that are just part of somebody's personality? And, and how does this figure into your decisions on who to promote? Yeah, that's a huge one, uh, particularly nowadays and in such a 
labor intense industry mm-hmm. that we're working in where, you know, we're not processing widgets in a factory selling them. It's, there's just a lot of personnel, a lot of staff. And with that comes a lot of management challenges with day to day. You know, skills can be taught, uh, talents kind of inherent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, an example of this is that you can teach a willing to learn employee how to do reporting, how to learn the processes and the procedures and so forth. But to successfully lead a team, you really need to know how to talk to people, how to motivate people, mm-hmm. and make a team work well together and cohesively. My perspective has always been that the cream will rise to the top. Those little indicators that you notice that it's more personality based. You find someone who's probably ready for the next step. And that's sort of how we, how we weed them out and find out, ah, you know, Bob's doing above and beyond. And I didn't ask him to do all this stuff and he did that. And he's really good at people. He's likable. People like him. Uh-huh. He's a huge, huge part of that. So Mark, in your opinion and experience, what are some steps leaders can take to help a recently promoted employee uh, succeed in their new role? I always like to give them some space to cook, so to speak. <laughs> uh, and see how others respond to that newly promoted employee. Um, certainly monitor their effectiveness and their ability to connect with staff. Uh, meet frequently as well to review what they've done, what they've not done, and ultimately ask them how they think they're doing. Oftentimes people have a perception of how people see them and how it's going. Mm-hmm. And if they're you know, getting a lot of resistance from coworkers and so forth, that certainly can be an issue. Um, encouragement is key. You don't want them to feel overwhelmed or unsupported in their new role. Uh, but at the same time, you don't want them to reinvent the wheel by making sweeping changes that disrupt something that's not broken. And Mark, that dovetails into my next question. What are some signs you look for that uh, might tell you that an employee is struggling in the new position? And what steps would you take in this scenario? Yeah, and we've, I've had some experience with this as well. Uh, when other staff members, key staff members, people who've been with you for a long time and that you, you've got some trust, when other of those staff members come to you about certain concerns about how a new employee is doing, you know, s- stress causes different reactions in different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they might be frustrated or short fused or possibly lash out as a reaction of a stressful situation. Right. Um, and in any of these cases, you know, I take the employee aside and try some one-on-one coaching with them, replay scenarios, talk through the process of how they handled the situation or how they maybe should have handled it differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think working with someone, not just giving them a title and saying, okay, go you know, manage these people or this department, but instead give them some tools that they can use. And, and it's not a one-time thing. You've got to continuously work with them. Mm-hmm. You know, all my key people that have worked for me have come to me with multiple questions all the time, but never the same question twice. And that's how they learn. That's probably the, the best uh, advice I could give in terms of how to sort of coach a new employee who might be having a hard time with it. So when filling a leadership role, owners can either promote from within or hire from the outside. What is your philosophy for promoting from within when a higher level position becomes available? And, and what are some of the pros and cons of hiring from within versus hiring outside of the company? Yes, well, I, I have done both um, and have had mixed experiences. Okay. Um, I, I'm biased to hiring from within just since primarily I came up from within the ranks. Right. I'm, I'm an example of that. 
you know the employee and their work habits if they've worked here for a while um you know how they interact with others they know the company culture these are all the upsides of course to hiring someone from within you've you've Mm -hmm. sort of already tested them out the downside is that you also may not get the experience or the positive changes that you're looking for when you hire someone from the outside, you know, they can bring a different perspective, they can bring new ideas. And oftentimes they can have input from other industries that we might benefit from. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having said that, I always say our industry is so unique uh, and it's it's difficult for outsiders to fully understand the business. So right. I, I probably have a bias again towards the hiring within. But, uh, you know, like I said, I've had pros and cons of both. So it's kind of trial and error a little bit. No, no silver bullet. (laughs) Always looking for that silver bullet. So Mark, can promoting from within potentially cause strife uh, when a coworker becomes a leader? How can an owner or manager head off this type of issue? Yeah, this can be an issue. Um, I've had several experiences with this. In fact, I have, I've had two employees that I wanted to promote turn down the offer because they didn't want to be in charge of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, namely coworkers that they considered friends. Uh, to them, it was sort of a conflict and they were in line for promotion just because of how well they were doing. But mm-hmm. they they didn't want to be put in that position. They didn't want to be under the the microscope of everybody being in the management position. And they, and they you know, apparently didn't really need the advanced, uh, the additional money and so forth. So um, they had turned it down. Um, I've also had employees that I've put into a management position that have become a tyrant. <laughs> um, and as previously, you know, coworkers were intentionally causing issues to make them look bad. Uh, we eventually, you know, had to withdraw that employee from that new position. They voluntarily didn't want to do it anymore. It's, it, that's only happened once, you know, where they kind of took that position and got a little combative with it. Um, but, you know, this, this is a combination of heading into a, a big coworkers that sabotage him, and it was unfortunate. But uh, you know, all in all, it, you know, he kind of went back to the normal line worker type, and it worked out fine for him. Mm-hmm. It's it's tough to force respect of a new leader, but if chosen correctly, others will respect the decision and respect the new leader eventually. <laughs> um, if not, you have to reevaluate. Right. And Mark, what are some lessons you've learned from your own past that factor into the decisions you make to advance employees today? I, you know, I think that if people know my story, and a lot of my key employees do know my story, how I came up from it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the good thing is that they see the company as a as a path to advance. You know, as oh, the owner of the company started out in my position. You know, maybe I could do that if I was interested. But I, I always try to look for the next Mark <laughs> in my <laughs> business as well, uh-huh. someone who had similar traits to me to kind of move them up because. I think all business owners are looking for, you know, key people and it's just right. harder and harder to find it. So, you know, what I kind of look for is uh, similar traits that I had during that time of growing into the business and, and trying to uh, nurture those, those in mem- staff members, keep them interested mm-hmm. and motivated and keep advancing them to where they feel engaged from that point forward. So, Mark, it has to be rewarding to see somebody really take to position with more responsibility. What are some of the success stories you've had when it comes to promoting employees? Have you ever been surprised by how someone has taken to their new role? Oh, yeah. It is a great feeling when you've taken someone who's a generally good employee and you think you've done all your due diligence. Um, this is the right person. I'm going to you know, have them in charge of this department and this and that. 
and and they take the ball and they run with it and they do that tactic and their coworkers respect them their performance as well uh, they feel like they really have an influence in the decisions of the company mm-hmm. we had a previously a general manager that kind of oversaw the whole company and i ended up doing away with that and kind of had a meritocracy where we had a leadership team of multiple people and we would all kind of make decisions as a group mm-hmm. and you had to be hand picked to go into the leadership team but I've got seven people on it right now and everyone has direct influence on the direction of the company and the business. You know, I think if you can give people job satisfaction there's just less likely to look elsewhere or right. or to be romanced by, you know, another company, another industry, another job. Right. And Mark, for a final spin question, what one idea would you like our audience to take away when it comes to promoting employees? I would say always keep your eye out for super performers. Those that go above and beyond and nurture that person, mm-hmm. feed their ambition with advancement and responsibility. Um, otherwise, you may lose them, right. and they may be your next exit strategy. <laughs> That's some great information, Mark. We really appreciate your time today. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Our guest today has been Mark Scott, owner of Baker's Fine Dry Cleaning, located in Kirkland, Washington. The American Dry Cleaner podcast is produced by American Trade Magazine's LLC Chicago. The music for this podcast, Brand New Day, is by Alvaro Angeloro and provided by HookSounds.com. Our podcasts are available free at our website, AmericanDryCleaner.com, and you can check out our weekly e-newsletter, The Wire, to learn more about future episodes. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter to stay informed about the podcast, along with news and information from around the industry. For the American Dry Cleaner Podcast, this is Dave Davis, and I'll see you at the front counter again soon.